Welcome to Completely Cocky. This is your host, Darius Rush and Josh Van. A, a quick snippet of why we're starting a podcast uh, is to just give our fan base an inside scoop of our lives as athletes on the field and outside the field, and to give you a little snippet of what we do on a daily basis throughout the season, just a rundown of the week, such as game prep, what we do to get ready for ourselves, and a little bit of outside, such as our personal lives, um, like what we do in our spare time, playing video games, uh, going out, enjoying nature, uh, just things like that. So what you guys can expect from us is great quality content of the inside of South Carolina football. And funny content. And funny content. <laughs> well, my name is Darius Rush. I am from King Street, South Carolina. I am alumni of C. Murray High School, located in Greeleyville, South Carolina. Uh, Winsburg County is a small county near Charleston, the Monks Corner area. Uh, that's where I basically grew up my whole life uh, in a small rural town. Uh, went to one of the lowest classifications in South Carolina, which was 1A. And I'll say I ended up at South Carolina because uh, it was more of a like, a, like a legacy kind of deal. So my brother and my mom also came to South Carolina. Uh, this is where I basically grew up. My brother would uh, sometimes get me on the weekends and bring me up here just to hang out with him while he was in college. Uh, I went to some of the practices uh, during the Steve Spurrier area and would go to the practices and just hang out with him, with some of his uh, friends. We even watched the 2010 like, national championship together when our baseball team won. So I've been around South Carolina and around this campus for so long. This is really all I knew. And this was like one of my dream schools to, to come to. So I'll say that's, that's my reason for coming to South Carolina. Um, and I'll say my career here has been, it's been a roller coaster, honestly. I came in as a wide receiver in 2018, moved in in January. Uh, started off started off pretty rocky with a had surgery my first year, so I redshirted and I switched positions going into the 2019 season at, with like two. It was like two days left of camp. Um, switched to the D, DB position and. Since then, I've been a, a DB trying to get into that role, uh, learn the fundamentals of that role as well. So for me, it was a, a little rocky transition, but it'll eventually work itself out. So going into the 2019 season, I was playing a little bit of special teams here and there. Um, going into that COVID year 2020 is where I played primarily all four phases of special teams. Uh, that was that was big for me because I also had a labrum surgery, and that's when this new staff came in. So when a new staff came in, I'm just fresh out of surgery. I haven't got no reps during the spring, so I'm really going into fall camp blind of what the coaches know about me. But it it works out. 2021 season, it works out. Starter started 12 games out of 13, and now just coming back to this year is 
Um, I'm fortunate enough to get a, get the starting spot again, uh, which is a blessing. So I'll say my career here has been very – it's been a roller coaster, but it's also been a successful one because all I ever wanted was an opportunity, and that's what I got. And so stepping away from football, me outside of football, I'm a pretty low-key guy. Uh, I'm part of a fraternity. Alpha Phi Alpha Fraternity Incorporated. Um, one of my favorite things I like to do is play the video games for sure. I'm a PlayStation guy. I do I do like going on walks here and there, uh, going down to the river just to clear my head sometimes. So I'm a nature guy as well. So that's me on the outside of football. Just very relaxed, low-key, and uh, just a chill guy. Yeah, I can agree with everything he said right now. Yeah. Very chill. <laughs> well, what's up, y'all? Uh, my name is, I'm Josh Van. You know, many people may know me, many people may not, but that's cool. Um, I'm from Atlanta, Georgia, uh, from the city. Um, there's a lot of people that may say they're from Atlanta, but, you know, some of them might not be from the city. So, hey, you know, that's up to debate with whoever you're around that say they're from Atlanta. Uh, you know, um, I went to Tucker High School, alumni of Tucker High School, though. Um, my mom sent me there just because she wanted to get me out of the area that I grew up in. It was very rough, uh, but, you know, she found a way to make it work that we went to school where it was, I was set by good examples and um, had, a, had a clean head space that, you know, people was telling you the right things instead of the negative things. So that's where I'm from. Um, believe it or not, I knew nothing about South Carolina growing up. <laughs> so since I'm from Georgia, um, all I knew was Georgia football. Um, and I love watching Oregon just because, you know, their uniforms were pretty cool. So I watched them like every Saturday. So I was a big Georgia fan. And, um, like I said, I never really knew anything about South Carolina until, you know, I started getting recruited. Um, but at the end of the day, um, just coming up here every time. I just felt, I felt like I was just at home. So, you know, every time my parents came up here, they just felt welcome. We all felt welcome. Felt like we was on vacation, man. It was, it was like one of the greatest, like the greatest times being recruited out of high school, coming up here, one getting away from home, uh, but you know, just coming up here and just relaxing, chilling with all the people. Just, you know, just felt really welcome. So, that is how I ended up here. Um, that is why I chose to come here. Um, I would say, you know, it's not unfortunate. Um, it's more so of a blessing and understanding that my career here, just like Darius has been a roller coaster also. Um, you know, I got to play a little bit my freshman year. I was behind some dudes, I will say that, at that receiver position. Um, you know, Devo Samuel, Brian Edwards, Shot Smith, all three in the NFL. So, you know, I just coming out of high school, really thinking I was going to get my shot to play a lot, but, you know, had to ride the bench for a very <laughs> long time. <laughs> but, um, you know, I got some out of it. And, you know, I played my freshman year, scored a touchdown, you know, very excited. But, you know, still felt like, you know, I could be more. Um, sophomore year, battled some hamstring injuries and think that's when I broke my hand so I really didn't finish that sophomore season um off the way I wanted to um junior year uh you know high expectations for myself 
going through that camp spring ball and camp, but unfortunately, you know, had to sit the bench again mm-hmm. most of the way. You know, finally got my chance last year um, after the COVID year, so we was all guaranteed a, an extra year um, because of COVID. So, you know, finally, you know, put in the work, put in all the hard work um, when the cameras wasn't rolling and nobody was looking at me. So, you know, came out there and really just gave it all I got because I, you know, I knew it was like my last go around uh, my senior year. Um, And, you know, I would say like the film and not just trying to be cocky, even though that's the name of the show, Uh, but just not trying to be cocky. But, you know, the film speaks for itself and, you know, it's just it's just a complete blessing just to be able to have the opportunity to go out there and you know mm-hmm. show show what I can do to the world, and you know, thankfully we all got that extra year COVID year, which is you know why I chose it came back just so I can just stack on top of that. So, you know, my career here has I would say has been a roller coaster plus a blessing to you know just just like Darius be able to get the opportunity to, you know just come out and show the world what I'm what I'm capable of what we are capable of, and you know. If everybody knows me, um, the type of guy I am outside of football, I'm a dad <laughs> of a, you know, I have an eight-month-old daughter. Um, she'll be nine months old this September on the 7th. So, you know, I really don't do much. I try to stay out of the way, not trying to get in trouble um, so people can have a bad, bad rep about me. I really just do my dad duties when I leave the building. Um <laughs> As soon as I wake up in the morning, changing diapers, come here, play football, go to class. And as soon as I get back home, I'm back to changing diapers and making baby bottles. So that's pretty much all I do. <laughs> all right. Well, you mentioned football. Let's hop back into football. So what was, like, what was your process during fall camp? Like waking up to go into bed? Like, what was your process? Because I, I had a process, and I did not stick to it. I'll be honest. <laughs> I did not stick to it. I did it for, like, three days, and, yeah, I was completely off my routine. So what was yours? Like, what was yours like? I would say my process was really just trying to at least, one, get my, get my, get my child in bed early enough just so I can have some time to myself. Um and sometimes that was like 30 minutes to an hour. Uh, really just, you know, making sure that she was all right going to bed right at like around 8.30, 7.30. So that would give me enough time about 8 o'clock to 9.30. So, you know, so I, you know, I live with my girl, so she'll probably be ready to go to bed about 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock, 10.30. So, you know, some some nights, you know them nights where you just really can't go to sleep. So it'd be, them, it'd be them nights where, like, you know, she'd go to sleep, go to bed, and I'd just be up, like, all night. Like, I think it was one night during camp. Like, I didn't go to sleep until, like, 3 o'clock in the morning. Man, and we had to wake up. Oh. <laughs> we had to be in the building at, like, we had to be in the building, like, at, like, 7. So it was where, like, just like you, I didn't stick to no script. Really just, you know, going to sleep, set my alarm clock at 6 o'clock in the morning, waking up on time just so I can get everything done. Um at home wise and then just just coming here coming here handling my business here and you know going out there and competing on the price field just you know working on that one percent every day to get better so that that was my day my my life day every day during camp it, it varied from time and tiredness 
getting ready to run my head through the wall because of the kid. Like it, it, it it's been it's been a lot during camp, but hey, 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 hey. it builds some carrots out of you. I tell you that much. What about you, my guy? All right, man. I I went I went into camp. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna be very productive, man. I'm gonna have a I'm gonna be like a pro. I'm gonna be a pro. So, all right, say for instance, I'm gonna give you an example. Say we had to be in the building at like six o'clock. I wake up like 45 minutes before I, we got to be up, and I come in the building, and I'll go like do some prep stuff real quick. So I I came in, do the prep stuff with Chip, all that stuff. I did that for like three days, and I said, yeah, I need my sleep. <laughs> so I, oh, <laughs> I, I'm waking up like 15 minutes before we got to be in the building, because I live across the street. So I'm waking up 15 minutes before I got to be in the building. So I'm probably getting here on my scooter with like five minutes. So I'm scooting over <laughs> as fast as I can. But uh, nah, for the most part, uh, other than that, it was the hardest part was like eating breakfast in the morning that early. Uh, oh yeah, I I could not eat exactly breakfast that. that early. But uh, other than that, man, I usually went home after the day was over. I always said I was gonna like do some stretching and stuff, like before I go to bed. Nah, I didn't. I just jumped straight in the bed. I took a shower, bro. <laughs> I was just tired, bro. I was just ready to go to sleep. I'm like, all right, cool. So. On my sleep app, I got, all right, let's be in the bed about, like, 10.50, Dog, I don't, I don't get in the bed till about 11.40. I'm still up. <laughs> so, I can't go to sleep without, like, something on in the background. So, I got my TV on. So, I'm watching TV. I'm thinking, dang, man, I ain't sleep yet. By the time I look, it's already, like, 1 o'clock in the morning. So I gotta mm. force myself to sleep, but so the most, but for the most part, it was like one night that I just couldn't go to sleep. It was like like how you was at three o'clock. I was up to like near three o'clock as well, just watching TV because I couldn't go to sleep. <laughs> so that was me, but for the most part, I mean, getting up wasn't that bad. It was just like the days after that, like. The meetings, man. Gotta fight sleep in the meetings. That's probably the hardest part. But I mean, it's it's a part of the process to uh be get where you want to go is those meetings. So I mean it's all good. So that was really my waking up and then going to bed and camp, man, it's camp is a grind, man. It's it could be mentally draining at some points, but it's going to pay off in the end to where like our goals and where we want to get to. So like camp, we have been through four of them. So four or five of them. So it's, it's nothing new. Can't even count at this point. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> man. Hey, you're going to lose. You're going to lose track of the days, man. Hey man, it's, it's, it's Tuesday in it. Dog, it's Thursday. That's how, that's how mentally draining it was. But it's all good. Like I said, it's all good. It's just a part of the process to get us prepared for this season because, I mean, the season also is a mental thing as well. It's, a, it's got its ups and downs. So it's all good. Definitely. Definitely. I hate I, – I, I ain't going to count, but eating breakfast that early too, man, that junk, boy. 
thought I couldn't, bro. So you really just sometimes be having to force your body to eat, bro. To eat breakfast at like I don't even know what time we, we had to be in that. Like, we bro, we was eating breakfast at like early. if we in the building six thirty. Breakfast at like six fifty. Yeah, man, you gotta eat six forty in the morning. Like, it's still dark outside. You eating breakfast, like, <laughs> man. Bro. So I get it's the most important meal of the day, bro. I struggle, man. Dude. We need to start having cereal out there. I could probably eat some cereal. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, trying to eat a whole croissant, bro. I'm struggling. Like I can't even eat it. I got to wait. French toast. No. Grits, eggs, and sausage that early, man. I mean, good food. I'm not complaining about it. It was just hard just trying to wake my body up to do it. Just give me some some Captain Crunch and some milk. Bro, I got to get some cinnamon toast crunch. <laughs> Either cinnamon toast crunch or some apple jacks with sugar. That's what I gotta do. Like, I want some cocoa puffs. Nah, don't Reese's puffs. Don't Reese's, person, don't Reese's puffs be going crazy. Bro, I can't eat straight chocolate like that. Bro. Peanut butter chocolate flavor. Reese's puffs. Reese's puffs. Whatever. Alright. <laughs> 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 Make sure you put that in. Oh, that now you want to have that song in my head. Appreciate it. Well, shoot, since we talking about meetings, shoot, they're going to give us a little intake on that DB room. All right, man. So the DB room is, I'll say we, we're, uh, for the most part, I mean, you got your, got your older guys in there, but we brought in a bunch of young guys who, who's making a pretty quick, quick impact. Um, some of my guys that I've known before they even got to USC, uh, Nick, um, from Irmo, like we used to train, we got the same trainer, and then we got Keenan, one of my guys who came in. Uh, I was a, I was like his host during his like official visits and stuff. Then you got um, Emery, you got Rose. I mean, you got a bunch of bunch of guys that's coming in to compete too. So I'll say our DB room is um, it's it's fairly the same. We haven't lost much other than uh, Carlin's and uh, Foster. So we basically have the same secondary. Uh, and that goes for the D-line as well. I mean, the D-line, still got Zach here, Alex, MJ. Man, those – so the D-line, man, it's still stacked. I uh, still got DNs other than JJ and um, who else? Aaron, those guys left. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, we got Birch and Jordan. Who, who definitely going to uh, step up in those shoes? And we got Brad Sherrod coming off of coming off his injury from last year, and then Mo Kaba. I'll say those those three right there, man. Those ah, I'm I'm glad to, I'm glad for those guys to be on my side of the ball because I mean those guys push me. I'll say a lot too, just from the way they play and so, like Zach as well. Just so being around those guys has been is is truly an a blessing to have guys like that. Um, and going back to the DB room with RJ, Cam, Marcellus, David. I mean, you got the same group coming back from last year. We're, we're trying to really up our game for the most part. So we're trying to improve. So that's what our young guys are doing as well. So uh, it's maybe it might be a possibility. We might have some young guys playing this year, true freshmen. 
So that's the mentality we got as a DB room is let's what what how can we get better? What what can we do to get better? What's make it what's gonna make us better? Is it extra film study? Is it going out on the field? We're always trying to find a way to get better as a collective because our coach always tells us if the D line messes up, the linebackers got it. The linebackers mess up, we behind the linebackers. If we mess up, there's nobody behind us. And other than our mistakes, our mistakes are going to show on the scoreboard. So we really try to emphasize what can we do to get better? How can we improve as a collective group? So that goes back to what you said about that 1%. Every day we go in with a mentality, 1% better, what can we do? So I'll say it's been it's been a very good fall camp for all of us, uh, especially getting ready for the season. Um, everybody's healthy. Just trying to get in, like I said, just um, see what freshmen can probably step up to help um, in some backup spots and maybe even some starting spots. Uh, so that's that's how the DB room is looking right now. So that's. Eddie, you can. <laughs> like, tell me about the wide receiver room, though. What y'all got going on over there? What's the offense looking like? Shoot. Everybody want to talk about the receiver room all of a sudden. So, hey, you know, that's a good thing and it's a bad thing, I guess. I will tell you, last year, it was nobody wanted to know about what that receiver room was going to do. But, um, you know, starting out with the receivers, like, you know, I would say we – uh. We're pretty stacked this year. We got a lot of guys that can do some damage with the ball. Um, that can run some good routes and, you know, be able to get open and go make contested catches and stuff like that. So, you know, some guys like uh, DK, Dickerion Joyner, um, he, he had a pretty good last year, um, season last year, um, finishing off with that Dukes Mayo Bowl MVP. Um, so, you know, um, Got Jalen Brooks back on the team. Xavier Leggett, um, two transfers, or really just one, you know. But we had last year transfer AB. Um, we call him AB Amarian Brown from Georgia Tech. Um, you know he's been really good this whole this whole camp, this whole spring. And we brought in Juice Wells. Actually, three transfers, two transfers this year. Juice Wells from James Madison. Um, he's been really good this whole camp. And we brought in Corey Rucker from Mississippi State. No, Arkansas State, excuse me. Arkansas State, and, you know, he's he's shown he's shown plenty of flashes of what he can do. Um, but, you know, receiver room, just like he's saying with the DBs, man, we just always competing in that room because um, it's, it's pretty much a next man up mentality up in there. Um, everybody wants the ball. It's the offense, of course. Like, it's only one ball to get passed around, and everybody wants it. So it's pretty much we all competing with each other, and, Going back to that one percent, just really just getting better, getting better collectively as a room that can better the offense. Um, the quarterbacks has been have been looking really good. Of course, you know Spencer Rattler came from Oklahoma, which is where this first podcast started out. So everybody pretty much knows him. Uh, but you know he's been he's been looking really good, dialed in, um, learning new offense, learning the schemes. Or ball placements as the goal, um, or the checkdowns, or the first read of the routes, maybe um, where the ball needs to go. Um, you know, Luke Doty, coaching, um, all those guys have been looking really good out there um, during camp. So it's really, you know, just 
just making sure we all on the same page. It starts at the quarterback position, um, making sure that, you know, the whole offense is, you know, together as one unit, um, leading us all down the stretch and everything. Obviously, you know, we all know about that big that big old line room, man. Um, we got the whole the whole front five back. Um, a lot of vets in there in that room. That's you know continue continually to bring that that young them young guys up in that room. Just so you know, you just never know what can happen. You know, we play a dangerous sport, um, especially in that old line room, man. Them guys, you know, they probably go through the worst, go through the worst on a day in day out basis. So. You know, it's a lot of vets in there, a lot of a lot of new guys up in there, a lot of young guys. Um, but they're they're just continually to come along every day, day in, day out, day in, day out. Everybody's you know working to get better. Um, but you know that that old line room, you know, they are gonna lead the charge for us. You know, always gotta rely on them big boys. Uh, you know, the running back room has been really good. Marshawn, Marshawn, Juju. Um, Rashad Amos, um, you know, we brought in Christian Bill Smith from Wake Forest, and um, we call him Turbo. <laughs> He's from Columbia College in, what is it, New York? New York. I yeah, from New, New York. I think he's from New York, Columbia College, New York. He's been really good for us this whole camp. Um, really, all the running backs, you know, they're, they're pretty, we pretty much have the same running backs. Um, from last year, obviously, you know, we lost Kevin Harris last year. Um, but you know, it's a next man up mentality, and um, they all been showing that they they too will be. I would I would say that next Kevin Harris, that next backup that can you know do a lot of damage for us in that tight end room. You know, obviously we bought we brought big stock, oh, big Austin Stogner from Oklahoma. Um, that was a steal um, for us. Um, you know, hopefully you know he um, goes through the season healthy uh, he's been healthy I'm not saying that he's not healthy but you know he had a really good camp um coming in with Spence you know just learning obviously they both had that connection from Oklahoma um but both of them coming in from Oklahoma into a new offensive scheme um learning the playbook day in and day out and just going out there and competing um Austin has been really good that's a big joke by the way but I think that'd be like six eight I don't know he he he's big I ain't okay. Oh, they got me, bro. Like I'm really out there trying to set the edge on this guy, and he's just—it's like he's just jerking me around. I'm like trying my best, bro. Uh, Austin, Austin is big, man. Big Austin, dude, Austin bro. Is like the thing, like one of the twin towers when I stand up next to him. One dude's too big. Wish I had his height, but hey, it's all right though. Um, but you know, like I said, Austin's been really good. You know, we have Jaheim Bell. Um, you know, hopefully he can have a, a really good season this year, you know, for himself and for the team. Um, he's had a really good camp this year. Um, we got Travion Kenyon, um, Jesse Sanders. Uh, you know, we lost we lost Nick Muse um last year. You know, he was a pretty good tight end for us. Um, but you know, for the most part, it's you know it, it, it's been a, a next man up mentality. Everybody pretty much is going out there and competing, um, like I said, day in and day out, um, because you know the way the offense is now. Like I said, there's only one ball to be passed around. Everybody wants it, so it's pretty much what are you gonna do to separate yourself from the other guy um, behind you and next to you? Um, what can you show the coaches? You know how much valuable 
you are to the offense as more as, you know, the guy next to you. So, you know, collectively as a whole, you know, the offense is looking really good. Um, it's a lot of weapons on that offense, man. So really just everybody being on the same page and going out there and showing um, Saturday by Saturday what, what we can do. All right. Well, I mean, speaking of Saturday, I mean, of course, we're only a couple days away from first week, first game against Georgia State. Uh, would you? How would you say, like, as an offense, as a person, like, as a player, as a position group, like, how do you prep for a game? Like, going into week one, which, like, how, do you, how are you prepping for this game? Well, I would say, you know, as a receiver group, it's really just, you know, studying what those DBs do for the, you know, for the opposing team. Um, really just, you know, trying to figure out all their weaknesses. Um, um, weaknesses and strength that they have that we can just, you know, feed off of and take advantage of. Um, but for the most part, for the most part, it's just, you know, it's really just, you know, making sure, making sure myself, I'm studying my opponent, um, you know, whether that's for 10 minutes, 30 minutes, an hour. I, I'll be lucky to get an hour because um, obviously I do my studying away from here. So, you know, with with, with the baby and everything, it, it, you, you really got to find that time to, you know, try to, you know, do all that. Um, but for the most part, you know, it's really just studying my opponent so I can go out there and play fast. Um, but for the most part, you know, as an offense, we, we really just got started on them today, but it really wasn't as much. So, you know, it, it's really – you know, I really can't give any any takeaways, I would say, yet um, for Georgia State. I know they play hard. They play hard and they play fast. So, you know, you are, you can't take teams like that lightly, um, even if they not, they're not in this conference. Um, them being able to have the chance to play in their CC team, you know they're going to come out with all their effort and they're going to play fast and, you know, catch you slacking. Yeah, definitely. What about that offense, man? I mean, I mean, how do you Georgia, prep? Georgia, how do you prep? I would say, I see Georgia State them as a team, man. Man, it don't matter what conference you in. I mean, you got dogs everywhere. They, I'll say, for instance, man, we watched the film. I mean, they're they're a pretty aggressive team. Um, they are, they're explosive, man. They're like you said. I play SEC opponent. Best believe you're gonna get everything. And I mean, not even to take away that I'm playing in an SEC team, but the even in their conference play, they're going out there and they're playing very physical and they're playing hard as well. So I'll say us as a as a me as a person, um, I'm starting to get my football IQ up a little bit more. So that's that goes into the part of studying your opponent a lot more. Uh with this, with the great hire of Coach Gray, I mean, he he can break down film, and it's just up to us to study it and learn it. Uh, he's always gonna give us the breakdown and the tendencies and things like that. So it's always up to us to really take the notes down and trans translate that from the meetings to the practice field, going back to the meetings, watching the film. So I say that's one way we break things down. Just uh, and Coach Gray, he's He's great at what he does. So with him breaking down the t their tendencies, it, it helps us play a little bit faster. We can uh, identify certain things that they do, and we can we can kind of pick up on 
what 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 might come be next, what route might be coming, things like that. So it allows us to play play a little bit faster. So that's that's one way that we prep. Us as a defense, I mean, it's it's it doesn't matter what team you're playing. I mean, you got to have the mentality of you got to go dominate. It doesn't matter what team. And Georgia State being the team that they are, it, that's not a team you can honestly take lightly either. They're a great team, so we're gonna take them, take them on like any other team. So I, so I'll say that's that's the takeaways for me. Uh, with Georgia State, man, they're they're a great team, physical team, um, and they got some dudes on there I can say that love football. Uh, and man, they got a they got big receiving cores, bro. Uh, I think their biggest receiver is like six four. I think that's yeah. the, that's number eight, and then they got two six three guys, number eleven and number thirteen. So I would say going up against those guys is it's gonna be a, a big matchup. I'm a big corner, those are big receivers. So, um, I, but I do think those guys are um great. Uh, eight has great ball skills. Um, eleven great ball skills as well. So it's it's gonna be a it's gonna be a time um playing with those guys. Just it's gonna be great competition all around the field, even on the opposite side with Cam. It's gonna Cam. be a heck of a game, man. Gonna be a good game. I say that. It's gonna be a good it's game. Be a really good game. All right, folks, and that is a wrap for this first podcast, man. I really hope y'all in, y'all enjoyed it. Um, trust me, we had a pretty good time <laughs> in recording this first, first and many to come podcast. Um, you know, first game is two weeks from now, two Saturdays from now. So you know, we'll be back next week to recap on that game, and you know share some highlights and some insights of how that game turns out to be. Um, but really just hope you guys enjoy, enjoy this journey with me and Darius. Um, enjoy this podcast, man. It's, it's really a blessing and honor to be able to do this for you guys. Later. Remember, you can find this podcast and subscribe on Spotify, Apple, and YouTube. Yup. That's how you do it.